Jenny Green. Weekdays from 3 on 2FM. The sound of the nation. It is hard to believe, but there's just over six weeks left in the year before it closes out. But there are plenty of cinema releases to look forward to. Here with her recommendations is entertainment.e's Deirdre Malumbi. Deirdre, how are you? Very well. How's yourself, Jenny? I'm good. Are you recovered after a bit of zombie nation there? Did that wake you up? It really did. It was, it was kind of surreal, but I, I enjoyed the experience. I was kind of boffing away before this. <laughs> like it came out of nowhere. Uh, anyway, we have loads to get through. Uh, let's start with this one. Let's have a listen to House of Gucci. It's time to take out the trash. Aldo and Paolo, they're poison. They're an embarrassment to this company. And everybody knows it. They have to go. And you need to get your business organized. Patricia, they're my family. So am I. So there you go. Uh, the voice, of course, as we heard of uh, Lady Gaga there. Tell us about Hesu Gucci, Deirdre. Yeah, so this actually follows the bizarre murder of Maurizio Gucci, who is the grandson of the founder of the fashion brand that is Gucci. He was actually killed in a plot orchestrated by his ex-wife, Patricia Reggiani, after she left him for another woman. Um, even though she was convicted and sent to jail, her children have kind of reported since that it was actually a brain tumour that was the cause of the whole plot. But if that story is mad enough from everything I've heard of, you know, people who have seen this movie so far, this movie is just absolutely nuts. Um, it's really Scott, who also released The Last Jewel earlier this year. People might also know him as the director of Gladiator. But I'm just, I have to say, having seen the trailers and everything so far, I'm so, so excited to see this. Lady Gaga is playing Patricia and she's talked a lot in interviews already about going really like method acting and really kind of immersing herself in this role and everything. The costumes look, that she's wearing in this film look absolutely fantastic. And there's a great cast in there as well between Jared Leto, Jeremy Irons, uh, Salma Hay and Al Pacino as well, Jared Leto as well. He's like completely kind of physically transformed for the role. Uh, Gaga's accent has gotten a bit of a mixed reception. I know that her dialect coach, for example, has talked about how it ended up coming out a bit more Russian than Italian. But there you go. It's still a performance I'm absolutely dying to see, though. I mean, she's always fantastic and kind of takes you by surprise in her acting, I think, you know. She's Lady Gaga and she's fabulous. I'm still going to definitely watch that anyway. It's released on the 26th of November now, the next one that we have, um, I thought by the title we were looking at another Marley and Me type film. We're absolutely not. Um, but have a listen to The Power of the Dog. A man was made by patience and the odds against him. For what kind of man would I be if I did not help my mother? Peter! If I did not save her. Okay, so that is The Power of the Dog. What is this about? This is not a kid's movie, I'm taking it. Oh, no, it actually, <laughs> like from the looks of the trailer, I think that there's a very there will be blood kind of vibe to it. It's Benedict Cumberbatch leading the cast. And just from the looks of all the kind of teasers and stuff I've seen so far, it just looks like a much darker and grittier role than we're used to seeing the actor in. So I'm really kind of curious with what kind of performance he gives in this film. Um, he plays this wealthy, fear inducing rancher whose brother kind of brings home a new wife and her son and Phil, um, who is Benedict Cumberbatch's character, just decides to kind of 
kind of psychologically like torment his brother's wife and son, which are which is really kind of weird. But then he also kind of decides to take the son under his wing a bit. So it's all just very kind of dark and creepy and psychological and you're not quite sure what's going to happen next. Um, the cast also includes Kirsten Dunst and Jesse Clemens, who are actually married in real life, which is quite interesting. Uh, Thomas and Mackenzie, who people will um, see. She currently stars in Last Night in Soho. She was in Old this year um, and some other great cast members in there as well. Jane Campion, who previously directed The Piano, is helming it. And this one is interesting as well in regards to, I've noticed with quite a few of the Netflix movies, particularly in the last couple of months, they seem to be going into cinemas first for kind of a week or Mm. two weeks and then they're going to Netflix. So I suppose they kind of give you the option of whether you want to see them on the big screen or just wait until they're available on Netflix. But I reckon that the reason why they're doing this with so many of their films is probably to get that Oscars attention for them. So I wouldn't be surprised if we maybe start hearing a bit of awards talk, particularly around Benedict Cumberbatch's performance in this because it looks really interesting. So that is in cinemas November 19th on Netflix, December 1st. The next one, a little closer again, December 10th, moving nearer to Christmas, is uh, a remake. Let's take a listen to West Side Story. i never seen you before. I'm a Puerto Rican. Is that okay? Do you want to start World War III? You know, I wake up to everything I know either getting sold or wrecked or being taken over by people that I don't like. Well, immediately I'm hearing maybe a slightly more authentic accent than we heard (laughs) in House of Gucci. So uh, I've I've actually never seen this, any version of it, which I don't know if that's a terrible thing to admit. But um, West Side Story, tell us about this. Oh my gosh, you have to go back and watch the original. Well, I don't know if you can call it original. The original movie anyway, uh, West Side Story has obviously been brought to the stage again and again. But the 1961 movie, like this movie has a lot to compete against because that film like ended up winning 10 Oscars, including Best Picture um, after it was released in 1961. But Steven Spielberg, he's always, this is kind of a passion project of his. He's always kind of wanted to do a kind of big musical um, in this regard. And this is one of those many films that was hit by the pandemic in that we we were actually meant to get it up in December of last year and now we're getting it this December instead. So it's finally, finally made its way to uh, the big screen for all those musical fans. And no doubt Steven Spielberg will be going for some, you know, awards gongs as well. If you've seen the trailer, it's just it's absolutely stunning. Like the performances are so beautiful and the costume and set design is stunning. Um, the movie stars Ansel Elgort, who people will recognise from Baby Driver. He plays Tony and then Rachel Ziegler, she plays uh, Maria. So it just looks absolutely stunning. I love as well that they've brought Rita Moreno, who would have played um, Anita in the original West Side Story movie. She's come back again for a supporting role. So for fans of the original, they'll get to see that as well. Um, I think it looks absolutely gorgeous. And I think it definitely ticks all the boxes when it comes to, you know, what you want of a big screen Christmas movie. So that is uh, West Side Story out on December 10th. The next one, a lot of familiar faces returning uh, for this one. Uh, the Matrix Resurrections. Thomas, you seem particularly triggered right now. Can you tell me what happened? I've had dreams that weren't just dreams. Am I crazy? We don't use that word in here. Okay, Deirdre, are you a Matrix fan anyway? 
I am actually. I I even <laughs> quite like the whole trilogy, even though I know that most people just ignore the fact that the second and third movies actually happened. Like I quite like the second one. I know the third just went completely off the rails and relied way too much on CGI. So I'm hoping that with this kind of fourth installment that they go back to its roots and to the practical effects and kind of those really interesting themes that they were teasing. Um, as as most people who've kind of been following, you know, the news of this story so far, Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss and Jada Pinkett Smith are all back in their respective roles of Neo, Trinity and Niobe. So it's great to see them. Some really interesting new cast members as well, like Yaya Abdul-Mateen II, Jonathan Groff, Neil Patrick Harris and Christina Ricci and Lana Wachowski is back directing it and she also helped co-write the script. It's funny because they've released very little information about this movie so far. There's no official plot synopsis out. We don't know totally about these characters or what kind of you know world or matrix they're living in. Even in the first trailer uh, which dropped a number of months ago we see Neo kind of wandering around in a haze taking the blue pill but then also being presented with the red pill and then he meets Trinity but he doesn't recognise her and you're just like you're just racking your head being like what is going on in this movie and I cannot wait to see it also so I think that yeah fans of The Matrix are going to be lining up in droves to see this now we got time for uh, that's out by the way December 24th time for just one more and we're going to go for a Walt Disney animation which I believe has uh, a lovely powerful message in it as well let's take a listen to Encanto Why coffees for grown-ups? Okay, I love the sound of this already. Tell us all. Yeah, this is actually one that I did get to preview. So I'm so, so excited to talk about it. I loved Encanto. Now, I'm a big kind of Disney nerd, admittedly, anyway. <laughs> so maybe I'm slightly biased, but I absolutely love this. I thought it was so colourful and vibrant and beautiful and had some gorgeous messages in it as well, because it centres around this girl whose family, basically all of her family members have these magical powers. But then when it comes her turn to kind of inherit one, she doesn't. So she kind of has to deal with like that psychologically. And it's just Oh, your heart absolutely pours out for that because I think we've all at some point in our lives felt like everyone around us is special, but we're we're not. We're just ordinary. And I think that the, it kind of goes through that those motions really in a really kind of interesting way. And there's quite a powerful refugee narrative integrated into the movie as well. There's loads going on, loads of different layers. And as well, Lin-Manuel Miranda, he just produces such, such gorgeous, gorgeous soundtracks. And he's done it again with this one. You'll be singing along. I can recommend I, I'd say like all the way home and I'd also say you have to bring your family to this one it is going to make you want to give them all a big big hug afterwards Aww. and just appreciate everyone I think that it's just it's really feel good stuff you there know there will be a dry eye in the house uh, before I let you go there was one I noticed that didn't make it onto your list and I don't know if it was on purpose or not was Home Sweet Home Alone oh yeah so uh, <laughs> that, that is out I, I have seen it uh, so have you? It's, it's, Interesting one. I have, I have. Um, it's, it's, it's an unnecessary remake. I'm not gonna lie. It just doesn't have the charm of the original, and it kind of goes into a weird side plot involving the bad guys, but they're not really bad guys. They're just parents trying to save their home. I don't know. I just couldn't get no. into it, in spite of the fact that it does have, you know, such a terrific cast, and obviously we have our Ashling B in there and everything. But you know what? Like, it's on Disney Plus now, so if you're looking for something to sit the kids in front of, go for it. But you'll probably just want to. Re- watch Home Alone immediately afterwards I'll or leave it if you're looking for something to have a nap to 
this might be yes. the one. There you go. Um, <laughs> Dear Jim and for Entertainment, Dolly, thank you so much. Some great movies there for us and we'll share those online as well. And we will talk to you again next week. Thanks for having me. Here we go. Jenny Green, weekdays from three on 2FM. The sound of the nation.